This is December 3rd, 2020. It's almost over, the year I mean, and this is Loose Screws. I'm it's Commander almost J- over. It's almost <laughs> over. I'm Commander J at Tracks. And um yeah, that well that, I don't know why I thought of that right then, but it's almost done, everybody. <laughs> Just um, be quiet, it'll be over soon. I, I was asked by someone recently to think of positive takeaways from this year, and the first thing that popped into my head was it's almost over. <laughs> um anyways. Uh, welcome to Loose Screws, the loosest and screwiest of all uh, podcasts about Elite Dangerous and, um, you know, space and all that. Uh, I'm joined tonight, as usual, by Commander Chig. Hello. Hello. How are you? I survive. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Staying <you>. alive. <laughs> I'm doing good. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, also with me tonight is Commander, Lieutenant Commander Data. Hello, Hello. sir. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Finally uh, finished all them Thanksgiving leftovers. Awesome. Uh, everyone's done picking up extra pounds. <laughs> I no. finished as well. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? That's an um, ongoing thing with adulthood, isn't it? You just keep an ongoing effort. adding pounds. Perfecting dad bod. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, also with me tonight is Commander Dubs. Welcome. Howdy, howdy. <sighs> All right. Well, we're here. We've got we've got some show stuff going on. There's some new things. There's some old things. Um, you know, let's that that's the way it's going to be. Um, let's see. How's how's everybody been this past week? Week? How, how's everybody? How's everybody's speech uh, comprehension this past week? Chig, how are you, what have you been up to? It seems like you've been um, here a lot in Discord. You have some time off from work, I guess? I Well, it's uh, the second kind of wave of COVID thing where, you know, business was starting to come back and now it's just a fucking shit show again. So, mm. yeah, I'm dropping an F-bomb this early into the show. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's been pretty slow. Me and my one employee have kind of just been splitting the time. So I've been able to get away and, and, and spend some more time. Unfortunately, yeah. or fortunately, it's kind of been playing a different game than Elite quite a bit this week. My daughter got me rehooked on uh, Seven Days to Die. I don't know if people are familiar with that game, but you kill some zombies and you build shit like Minecraft. And, and it's extremely addicting. And Dub saw me and my daughter playing. So then he bought a copy for him and his wife. And now we're all playing on a private server with uh Tesnik in the discord has started playing with us also. So we've hmm, been, hmm. we've, we've been doing quite a bit of that this week, which it's, it's, it's been a nice little change of pace, but we still hop on and help win wars and investigate payouts and all that stuff. So still, so just kind of playing a lot of damn video games, but that's been my week. Yeah. I like how well, you yeah. say a bit, a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I asked because I, I saw you in voice a lot and, and with uh, the chiglet and, and so on. And I thought that's that, that's nice. I wasn't I wasn't meaning it like, hey, what are you doing over there, you joker? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. none of us judge people that for must the be amount nice. of video games they play, for sure. With no judgment. Right, <laughs> right exactly. 
Um, cool. Uh, how about you this week, Data? You've been anything unusual or usual going on? <laughs> what a totally stupid thing. To say. <laughs> anything usual or unusual? Hmm. That's right. Yes. I think anything at all. That, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, been having a good time in game. Been watching these guys stream Seven Days to Die a little bit in mm-hmm. in the world of Elite. This past weekend, actually got back into mining for the first time in a while. Spent a few Ooh. nights laser mining with with the gang in the Discord. I was going to ask you so, yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that uh, that went well. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, we'll probably talk a little bit about the current state of mining in a bit. I would say. Yeah. Um. So let's see. Well, Dubs, what what's up with you? You've been playing Seven Days to Die, I guess. Oh, my story is basically exactly like Chig's. I come from from work. I get on Seven Days to Die. <laughs> <laughs> so is this like a game where everything like resets each time? Or? No. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Not well, that much like Minecraft. We're into day forty-two of the save. They just kind of hopped into my save when I had it on my computer, mm-hmm. and then we decided. If I logged off, they'd get kicked off. So then we looked into doing a dedicated server and for some reason just could not get it to work on my side. So then sent him a half a gigabyte save file that then he had a <laughs> dedicated server set up. So, and we're wow. 42 days in. So yeah, it's, it's does definitely but, does not reset. <laughs> that doesn't mean 42 actual days. It means 42 no. actual days. Well, actually, <laughs> each day is what, two hours? So, 64 oh, okay. hours already. Okay, okay. Really? Right on. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you joined, you joined this world when I was, what, day 21 or something? Yeah, I don't exactly know. It was like right before a uh, Blood Moon Horde had yes. happened. Yes, yes. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it nerds. Nerds. It nerds. It nerds pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you think there's grinding in Elite. Come play this. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it makes some people feel better. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, um, so right off the top, I was. everybody seems to be seeing these things float around. Um, Spotify owns Anchor. Uh, and Anchor is the platform that, uh, that Loose Screws is syndicated on to all of your various pod catchers. Uh, and so effectively, that means that they they give us a bunch more like stats and stuff like this. And then they give us like, they're trying to get us to like share stuff on social media about like what's gone on for the year. So they give everybody this big uh, 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 podcast statistics wrap up. And so I thought I'd just kind of like run down a few of the things. Um, I think some of this is interesting, like demographic breakdowns and, and stuff like that. Is everybody, anybody interested? Hmm? Go to town. Yes. Let's hear it. All right. Uh, 60% of listeners of Loose Screws are in the United States, 18% in the UK, five in Canada, four in Australia, and then we've got one in less than one uh, after that, Germany, Sweden, New Zealand, Norway, Ireland, Brazil, 
Serbia, South Africa, Netherlands, Switzerland, Poland, Belgium, France, Israel, Denmark, Finland, Japan, Romania, Italy, Spain, Thailand, Portugal, Singapore. When is this going to end? Well, it's Hong insane. Kong. When I saw that it was 35 <laughs> countries, I'm like, I don't think I can name 35 countries off the top of my head. That's it's, crazy. <laughs> it's going on and on. Anyway, yes, a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, 32% Apple Podcasts, 23% Spotify. Uh, and then there's others. Podcast Addict, I hadn't heard of that one. Pocket Casts is 6%, and other is 29%. I guess we don't break down That's past funny. that. I use Podcast Addict. Hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, 93% male audience. <laughs> Shocking uh, surprise. Yeah, no. yeah, not not that surprising, I guess. But hey, what what, what are you gonna do? Um, the biggest age group. What's your guess? Anybody? Uh, Forty to fifty. No, 30 actually. To 40. <laughs> uh, so they're so uh, twenty-eight to thirty-four. What is twenty-nine percent? But thirty-five to forty-four is twenty-eight percent. So those are right. Right next to each other. 45 to 59 is only 18%. That'd be the third highest. I'm and then 23 to 27. <laughs> yeah, 23 <laughs> to 27 years old is 14% of the listenership. And then 6% are 18 to 22. 3% is between 0 and 17. <laughs> and 1% of the listeners are over 60. Or I guess 60 and over. Um Anyway, I thought that was that was sort of interesting. Is there any other tidbits they're going to throw me at this wrap-up? I have to wait for their funny graphics to play. Spotify for podcasters, they really want me to advertise this. I guess I'm agreeing to it, huh? Yeah, so yeah. This, is, this is where they tell us about what changed this year. Now, I want to say keep in mind that like the majority of Loose Screws episodes have happened in 2020. Not all of them, but you know, the United States saw the most growth... Um, even though it's available in 35 countries, it grew 798% in the United States, hey, we'll 627% in the UK, and 490% in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> this might be more meaningful next year. Uh, 35 countries, yeah, we saw that. Let's see what's next. You made some big gains. Yeah, um, Hours streamed and streams in general went up 999%. <laughs> Listeners and followers are up 692 and 570%. I'm having trouble uh, thinking about this in, in a realistic way. Anyway, uh, we recorded uh, 7,289 minutes of podcast in 59 episodes. Sure seemed like more. Just so I, what, I'm, what I'm curious about is 59 episodes, but there's only 52 weeks in a year. So maybe they're counting more than 2020. Well, no, the, there were all those interviews. Uh, Ty only oh, numbers right. the weekly episodes right. with the number. Then there's the special episodes with like there were lots of the Waterspoon and Silverine uh, yeah. and Idlevice and Astro and on and on. All that, uh, all uh, that the, neat stuff. The game... Community managers, the game right. managers. I don't know how to talk. <laughs> <laughs> the game managers. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, good thing we're doing like a talk show thing. Yeah, it's going to be great. Anyway, so that was that's the this interesting stuff that kind of you know came came across my desk this week, and and some people asked. So yes, thought I would share that. Um, so it says here in my notes that Dubs should talk about running two commanders at once. Uh, yeah. 
So well, let's talk about that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll do that real quick. It'll take a couple minutes. Uh, but yeah, uh, with the whole Epic Store giving it out for free, I was uh, kind of interested in trying to get it to where I could run, you know, since I got the three screens, run one Elite Dangerous on one screen, one on another. And since the game only yeah. accepts input whenever it has the focus, you could have both set up the same way and just switch back and forth. But then I found out that it fucks with my EDMC. It really doesn't like having multiple uh, EXEs or commanders throwing log files in at the same time. So I found out uh, after Data right. had sent me two or three links uh, to try and help me figure this out, I ran into like a rabbit hole of shit in the forums. And then I found out that if you hold shift and right-click on a shortcut or an executable, you can run the program as uh, another user on your computer as long as they have a password set for the user account. And you can hmm. do this for the... Uh, no, you have to do it for EDMC and the uh, Epic Store launcher. You don't do it to the Elite Dangerous launcher itself. So I, right. I have another account with the password set up, and I basically closed all instances of Epic launcher on my computer you know, hold the shift, hit the right click. It gives you the option to run as another user. You select that, type in the username, the password. And when the Epic Store launcher launches up, it's going to launch as another user. And it will reference to and use the directories from the other user as well. So when it launches Elite Dangerous, it's going to be looking in the, uh, like as far as like the log files, they're going to be placed where they would be if you were logged into the other user, which means it's not going to confuse your current session's right. EDMC. And you can also launch EDMC in the same manner from the second user. That way you have two EDMCs running at the same time, two commanders running at the same time, neither of them crossing paths and getting confused. That's incredibly more simple than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's that simple. Like you literally just, this, this exact same shortcut. It can just run it as a different game. user. Yep, just yeah. launches another user. It's that simple. And I and, spent days trying to figure that out. And all it took <laughs> was data sending me a couple of links. And I was like... <laughs> Damn. The data comes in with the data. <laughs> data. Exactly. He does that all the time. He's got the uh, Google foo down to a science. Somebody will ask uh -huh. a question and can tell it's taken him about 90 seconds to find the exact right answer and send you a link. It's all about how you <laughs> phrase your queries. you got to have those magic fingers to work the keys yeah. just right. I figured That's you had direct interface with your brain, but it, <laughs> we'll go with that. He pu plugs the positronic net directly yep. into Google. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, no, that's pretty good because because that's that's where it comes down to. We've kind of been talking about this a lot in the Discord lately with everybody getting second commanders, how you know people are logging in and saying, Oh, it already knew my bindings. It's like, well, yeah, it's it's grabbing that from your user directory in Windows, not from the game directory. It's it was actually a rather uh, clever awakening, I thought, when games started saving their stuff there. <laughs> it was years ago at this point when when that all started to become standard. But um, I sure sure appreciate it, and it makes stuff like this helpful. Uh, st st helpful stuff like this possible, I should say. Ah, uh, let's see. Well, cool. So um, the next thing I was going to touch on was a little bit of Squadron update. Incoming priority message. Squadron briefing. And since none of our squadron people are actually on the show today, um, I'm just going to be really rude and kick it straight to Data. Data, you know everything that's going on with the squadron. What's up? 
Well, we have done an expansion. True. Which has been the umpteenth one for the past few months. So I think we're going to, our leaders have decided to cool that off for a while so we can focus on systems that we already have. Take a chill pill. Yep. Yep. So that we can, we got a war going on, I think. We just finished up an election or two. Yes. Um, well, one of the new I, systems we have has like 26 or something bases between planetary outposts and yeah. and Orbis, Coriolis stuff. So that is kind of where, you know, that's, we got a lot of work to st- take all that stuff. Yeah, I think that's our right. invasion more in a V640 Cassiopeia yes. that a bunch of us have been fighting in. Right. That's that's the big system. So that that. That's a system that we did want. Um, it might not be the perfect time to have appeared there um, because we still have some other things on the list that we're trying to take care of first. There's a couple of other conflicts and some things that we wanted to consolidate first, but that will be soon. That will be the big, big push because that's a massive system and we'll have uh, we'll have lots of fun horsing around in there. Um, I do think that I was... I'm trying to find it now. Oh, <laughs> Nurgle said Nurgle said knowing he wouldn't be here the squadron update is we did a thing expansion we decided not to do that thing again for a while again now we are doing the pew pew thing in a place with a fusion <laughs> I thought you were going to notice I was pretty much reading that <laughs> When you asked me the question, that's what took me a second to scroll back to You're it. Jumping over there. Um, I tried to look at the squadron orders and stuff, but, um, you know, this is this is not great radio. Go If you're interested yeah. in playing BGS, it's tons of fun. Go check it out, as we always, always say. There's always something to do with that. Right, right. So um, I believe there has been some Galnet news uh, since then, uh, including... So let's see, the Empire and the Federation, I think it was probably me who said they could they might be cooling off and starting to uh I thought they were as well pacify with each other. Um yeah. or become become a little more I, I thought maybe the attack on the uh Federation port by the, the terrorists would have changed something about it, but it, it anyway, that that's not the case, apparently. Things are still escalating uh, mightily. So and uh, there's, we've we've uh, feel free to cut me off here if I sound like an idiot, but um, the I, I have this wrong in the notes, and it was pointed out to me right before we started the show. the The Imperials are pulling their support from Aegis, uh, and yeah, cooperation between their between the Imperials and Federation is dwindling. Um, all this stuff kind of continues to boil on. So far, not out, all out war, but they're, they're it's building still in the capital news, ships. So. They just finished those CGs, right? Building the cap ships, and, and I mean, there there is sort of this this precedent. Like way back, there there was um, an agreement to limit the number of capital ships they built, and then at some point, um, a long time ago, the Imperials decided that they didn't have to abide by that anymore. Uh, we can build as much as we want. And um, now they're, that was quite a while ago, now we've got them stepping it up and the Federation stepping it up as well. And it seems like uh, all signs are pointing to a war happening sometime soon. So um, 
I, I don't know how the the alliance is going to turn out to be involved in that, but possibly that has something to do with some of the other things that have been happening. Um, after that, we have the bounty vouchers get a boost. Um, this we'll talk about a little bit later, but as far as the lore is concerned, um, the in-universe excuse for bounties, um, bounty hunting, uh, getting a pay raise is that uh, basically everybody needs more protection, I guess, with all the nonsense that's been going on, and so they're paying more. Um, the Let's see, skip ahead, skip ahead. One, one last Bounty thing. Bounty vouchers on, get a boost. What's that? I was, whenever you're done with this, I got one last thing on the feds and empire. Oh, story. new thing. Um, after that, we've got this... Um, well, we had... Uh, uh, Core Dynamics uh, submitting a bid to purchase Lacon Spaceways. Um, I think we did. We talked about that last week, right? I think. Yeah, I, think I think we so. did. Yeah, we we must have. Anyway, so the news uh, yesterday or the day before, maybe, um, was that Lacon has rejected that bid. Um, more, you know, I'm assuming that story is going to continue, and then just today. Attention, Federation Pilots, Federation Pilots. (laughs) I wonder why that confused me so much. Attention, Pilots, Federation Pilots. Uh, Explorers are needed to find ammonia worlds for the Colsac Nebula project. So now we've got... um, now we've got the uh, the alliance uh, trying to... Well, there's I guess there's this company out there... um, who has uh, got some new tech that they think they can terraform ammonia worlds and they need a, a bunch of data to work on it. So now we've got a, a community goal going on to um, map ammonia worlds and I'm out here trying to do some of it right now as we speak. And uh, also I dug up this old this old gem. Ammonia! you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what my daughter thinks about ammonia worlds. you. <laughs> Um, so anyway, yeah, that, that, that's us up to date. That's the news and the community goal. What say you? On the, uh, capital ship construction, an article dropped today that talks about how that concluded. There's going to be five new mm-hmm. Federation battle cruisers operational, and it lists a few, the five systems they'll be in, patrolling in at first, and, uh, Empire is building four new interdictors and that lists the systems for both of them. Oh, so that's, so these are going to be like permanently placed cap ships. I don't know. It just says they are expected to be patrolling in several systems and it lists Hmm. systems. I guess I didn't realize that they were, um, that they were like named things that they were, I thought they were sort of like an asset that would spawn in, in conflict zones and some other places. Maybe but that's there's... making it sound more like they are almost uh, permanent megaships. Hmm. I don't know. On the Empire ships, it reads like they're just uh, initial like testing cruises. They call it shakedown cruises for mm. the for the Majestic Class Interdictors. So I don't know. It might be worth okay. cruising through those oh. systems in the next few days to see if... Seeing what's going on there, See if so they are the same. Away. They are like the majestic class. They're the same th- ones that we've seen already. Yeah, majestic class and Farragut class. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Interesting. And okay. the last line mentions both the Federation and the Empire, 
have increased funding for other military operations, including support vessels and ground forces. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> bum, bum, okay. bum. There we go. <laughs> Odyssey confirmed. It's launching this week. It's launching tomorrow. Here first. Cool. So, um, so has ever has anybody dipped their toe into the new CG yet? I opened the sp- I have not the span shrouder that uh, DJ Wiley yeah. linked for us. So this is the CG where we explore turn in expiration data so that we can explore to turn in expiration data for more next week. Is it, is this the one? Right. Okay. Right. So just, just trying to keep when you up. put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> when you put it that way, yeah. Um, okay. So the the deal, as I understand it, is that uh, they are looking for data uh, about ammonia worlds. They are paying for. Exploration data in general, I believe, although ammonia world data is paid significantly more. It, I, this, the word seems to be maybe uh, triple. Yeah. Um, and so there's a, a system. It's out. It's one of those out in, in the Colsac Nebula, where you'll need to turn it in. And tr- so I, I was trying to kind of follow what was going on as people try to determine how much an ammonia world is worth because it's definitely not based on credits. They they're asking for 27 or the 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 goal's completion is 27 million reports, but we're not sure at this point I think still we're not sure that what counts as a report like what what is worth one report. Um I saw scattered reports of people turning in sets of data that had seven systems and a handful of ammonia worlds in them and getting paid different amounts of reports. And so it's mm. it's not money, it's not just purely each ammonia world it's, or each system. So I don't know. But it's some three times multiplier, three times something if right, if you read the Yeah the text. I don't know if you, you may have just said that. They say the ammonia data is three times as useful. They say it's three times as useful, but it, but I mean, even that, it's it's. I'm not even talking about the credits. I'm talking about like how much you've submitted to the community goal itself, right? right. Um, and then, of course, the 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 thing that's kind of strange about this, as we've alluded to, is that they the reward that that's going to happen next week, depending on what tier the goal gets to is going to be one or two weeks of increased payout for exploration data. And so whether it's like 2x or 4x for one week or two weeks, depending on the tier. Uh, So basically, like you're going to go out and do a bunch of exploring, turn that data in, and then need to go do more exploring and turn the data in the following week in order to get that bonus payment. So it it does seem a little strange uh, in that regard. Okay. Now, do you earn <laughs> tiers individually like the other? No, these are these are the completion tiers. So, okay, like, if the whole it, thing gets completed, that means we completed tier five. Okay, but is there an individual tiers or not? Yes. There are individual pay. I'm I'm sure everything's working just like a typical CG. You know, the amount that you contribute as far as the percentile of commanders of contributors that you're in will uh-huh. earn you a certain amount of bonus money, right? Um, and then the sort of post reward. Remember the CG we had where the um, imperial ships were all discounted the next week. Yeah, it's like that. 
basically like the, you know, we worked toward it, we unlocked a certain amount of discount. So basically that's what's happening. We're unlocking a certain amount of increased pay for exploration the following week. Yeah, for everybody else, though, as a, as a group. If right. it reaches that point, if you participated, yes. you get that. But the, the individual reward well, actually, this is, is a, I, a I don't think it's I don't think it's just for participants. I think the bonus for exploration data will happen for anybody, won't it? It's just like the, okay. the discount on the ship. At least that's the way it happened before. I, I presumed. So theoretically, like explorers who didn't participate could still benefit by turning in during that bonus week. Yeah, um, I, think, the, I think you're right. Yeah, so the individual reward is going to be a module. This module, um, I should truly call it up um, because there's some controversy about this uh module as well. Let me find my browser tab. Oh, shoot. I swung past it twice, guys. I just did two alt-tab loops of shame. The top 75% tier will get a fully engineered detailed surface scanner with twice the normal probe coverage. Okay. In-game. That's what it says. In-game. That is exactly what it says on the forum post as well. So that this is the question. Um, I'm once again not sure if this is... Uh, it, it sounds like it might be just a grade 5 engineered wide-range probe module, right? Or it's a G5 engineered that once again has increased range. You know, maybe it's a G5, maybe it has twice the range of a normal G5. I don't know. Or maybe it had twice the range before they G5'd it, so it has more by the time it gets to the end. I'm not sure. The, everybody on the forum seemed to be arguing about whether, for one thing, they couldn't, <laughs> this is what's terrible, they couldn't agree on whether a grade 5 wide-angle mod w- resulted in a 30% bonus or a 50% bonus. And <laughs> then we couldn't decide whether that meant this module would be 50 where it's normally 30, or would this module be 100% because it's double from 50, or should it be 60% because it's double from 30? Nobody seems to be able to tell. There's not going to be a test on this later, is there? I mean, there's a whole lot of math involved with this shit this week. (laughs) Figuring out first that that module is one thing, but then figuring out the expiration data side of it, how much of the expiration data do you want to give in just to get high enough to get the modules and hope that it reaches the higher tiers and you've got expiration data to turn in for more money next week or just turn it all in and then go exploring again <laughs> later. I, there's just too much math. Uh, yeah, exactly. I can tell you for, for myself, I'm not at all concerned with the bonus to exploration data um, because two or four X exploration data is still not that big a deal, especially in something I could collect in a week. Um, so, so what am I left with, right? It's, it's really like, do I want this module or not? Yeah. And I'm not sure if the module is a big deal. I already have a couple of uh, uh, detailed scanners that are fully modded. Um, it would be cool to have. I think I am going to put some in and see where that makes me, but I, I don't think I'm going to break my back uh, looking for this stuff. Um, what do you guys think? Is this does this module does it ext- does it a better than usual uh, module? Detailed surface scanner module excite you? Eh. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you know how to, you know, scan a planet, it's really brainless. So I, I more range than the G five, you know, a fully engineered one, really wouldn't be all that much help. Mm. 
I, I don't what know. If, yeah, I don't believe What it. if things like gas necessary. giants suddenly become valuable when the credit balance uh, that's sweeping its way through the game makes its way into exploration? Yeah, but what, a couple less probes you'd shoot? I mean, instead of, well, if it's twice, once again, we're getting to the math side of it. You tell right. me if it would actually help that much. Instead of taking, you know, what, the biggest ones take like 22 probes, and I can usually do it in about, I don't know, 13, I don't know, and get the additional <laughs> bonus. Get the bonus. So that becomes also, and I can do it in 10. I I don't know. I just, yeah. I don't yeah. Know, you tell me, you know, you're putting circles on a sphere to cover it. How, you know, how much more range makes it that much more efficient? I, I don't, I don't have the math ability to figure that out. <laughs> I'm, what do you, what do you, what do you think? think Rebs? I'm, I'm not at all interested in this probe. It's, but, but you love modules. It's you just, said the only way to get you to play a, a CG yeah. was to give you a module. I mean, oh. I, I'm going to do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the module. I'm not gonna yeah. mess it up. I'm not particularly caring about it, you know. Right. Okay. The, right. Kind of the story part of it is more interesting to me. Why? Yeah. We're gonna start mucking around on ammonia worlds. That that makes me think about the bugs, right? That's the bugs. Are we gonna hey, anger them even more? Yeah, so apparently it's it's kind of a known thing that um, we're we're thinking that the Thargoids are from ammonia worlds. Uh, now, ammonia worlds are very cold compared to the sort of carbon-based life that you and I are used to and made of. Uh, so that what's confusing to me is that when we're fighting Thargoids, we're often trying to get cold because it makes it really hard for them to see us. So if they're used to being in cold environments, why is it hard for them to see us when we're cold? Hmm? Reasons. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I have no answer for you. I, it, I, I got nothing. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways. Uh... Well, yeah, I, I I agree. Something's clearly up with this, and it does seem like we are uh, poking at poking at the the bugs a bit here. And yeah, who I mean, knows who yeah, knows I what's going to come out? Is the story then? Are we like trying to find their home world or something? Or I mean, well, this to company triangulate is, where they are. I just don't know. This this company is not claiming anything to do with Thargoids. They say that they are terraforming. They have a technology that they think they can terraform. Ammonia worlds. Uh, so, we need that, right? Uh, well, they want to build. They're trying to build out the Colsac Nebula. They're trying to populate it. Terraform it for who exactly? <laughs> well, Terra question. implies us, doesn't it? Ah, <laughs> uh, they may already be formed for somebody else. <laughs> so I think somebody said, and I was kind of half reading Discord earlier, and somebody said that you know, tinfoil hat stuff is that we'll end up starting to terraform a world that they live on or something. And that's, what's going to piss mm. them off and make them, you know, burn the bubble, but, uh, make them treat us as more of an exper more than just an experiment. Yeah. Or, I mean, they start terraforming an ammonia world and once the ammonia starts going away and you can see down to the surface, there's a giant portal to, to Raxla where all the Thargoids <laughs> are coming from. Sounds right to me. <laughs> okay. All right. 
<laughs> I guess I went overboard. Sorry. I'll be quiet. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. We're good here. Um, cool. Well, yeah, that, that seems to be. Let's see where deal. it goes. Yeah. Yeah. See where it goes. Um, there is, I, as, as, uh, data mentioned quickly, uh, Spanch has very quickly come up with a tool specifically for rooting through systems with ammonia worlds in them. Uh, and I have been using it and it works great. He came up with it very quickly. <laughs> so Wow. Yeah. Um, basically you, you can you can you can do single direction. You can have it do a loop for you where you return to your original starting point. Uh, you can. There's all kinds of options, and it works great. So I'm. I plotted myself a little route. I'm gonna zip out, and then uh, oh, we'll see. We'll see what the data looks like when I when I get there. I, I'm not sure how much I'm gonna do of this after tonight, but it's a fairly leisurely activity to just uh, scan for ammonia worlds and map them. So, so if I I'm was gonna, like I'm a, probing a myself troublemaker right I mean, of some kind. I could use Spanch to do that and just go sit in a system in a nice ganker ship and wait for somebody to hop in. Yeah, you could orbit an ammonia world and wait for somebody to come map it in their DBX and hmm. smush them. Right. So, sounds like fun. Yeah. Were you going to say something, Data? I'm probing one myself right now. <laughs> an ammonia world, Phrasing. that is. <laughs> I'm on approach. There's a water world in this system along with the ammonia world, so mm. do, I'm going to do both, but yeah. Nifty. Yeah, nice few, few relaxing evenings away from combat. Nothing to complain about. Mm. Right on. Um, well, I think it's time to move on to our first discussion topic. What do you say? Mm-hmm. Yes. Let's do it. Yeah, all right. Guess what? Hey, y'all, it's Cheek Chat. Oh, we're going to get our Cheek our Chat up off in here. I tell you what, boy, it's going to be time. Oh, I tell you what, it's Cheek Chat. Where the cheese at? Where's the cheese? <laughs> Where's the cheese? Uh, that'll come at the end of the show. Got a good one, too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, 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 oh, discussion topic. A, just hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving and ate, you know, your body weight in turkey and slept about as much as you were awake, because that's what I did. Um, but this week's discussion topic, I'm actually going to steal something um, from the forums. Uh, buddy Kaizen brought up something on the forums, quite the damn post uh, as far as word count goes. Um if you read the whole thing, he's got, <laughs> if you read the whole thing, he's got uh, quite a few interesting ideas, and it all has to do with dealing with getting more people into open. But what I want to talk about from that is specifically the crime and punishment side of it. Uh, you know, I don't want to go into every point in there, but we got into some pretty—I'm not going to say heated discussions in lively, yeah, lively. There you go, lively discussions in our discord about some of the ideas behind it and you know how to you know just you know kind of reduce gankers and and make open safer and you know rather than reinventing the wheel you know some you know there's a lot of ideas out there on how to do these things i'm just a solution is just fixing you know 
you know, some of the systems they already have in the game that they just don't utilize properly. You know, I mean, your high security systems, medium, low security and anarchy systems, you know, they don't mean anything right now. You know, you, you, yeah, might, it's you might so unnoticeable, except yeah, for anarchy. Well, but even then, it's really just what you personally can do. It doesn't have anything to do with the consequences of that yeah, hardly well, I mean, at all. A high security, you might get interdicted by a security force more frequently. So it's just a little annoying. And if you're a non-criminal, you still get interdicted by security forces just kind of randomly. Right. So it, it, what they need to do, it, this, is, this is my opinion, is just fix... The shit. If you're if you have notoriety at all, and you're in a high sex system, you're getting pulled all the freaking time and getting shot and killed. You know that would help protect you know non notorious people from. Uh, I hate using the word gankers, griefers, uh, just uh, mm-hmm. from people who want to PvP with people who don't want to PvP. You know, would be the nicest way of putting it. You know, some non-consensual. Just, yeah, some people just don't want to PvP. So you know, and other people want to force them into that situation. And if you just went that step, you know, the security level of the system meant that. And it's not waiting until they pull somebody. It's literally if they're in those systems, they're going to run into all kinds of issues. Um, you know, anarchy. You know. It, Th- that's free for all. And if you don't want any PVP, you avoid those, you know, and I'd say, you know, you make sure that your engineering systems are, you know, at least medium security, maybe high security, and you're able to filter, you know, your routes in this galaxy map by security level. So you can, tr- you know, just avoid for the most part, it's still going to happen, but the people that would be killing you in those systems would be actually taking a chance and I know that, you know, Sonar, you know, a pretty good argument about, yes, but really good PVPers can kill security forces really easily. Well, then you make the security forces stronger. You know, I, I don't know what to say. They mm. can make them, you know, one-shot super lasers if they want. Have the Death Star drop in as far as I'm concerned. You know, if, <laughs> if, some, if somebody's got a ton of notori- notoriety and a huge bounty, I think system forces should be on the lookout for those people. Maybe and a Farragut cruiser should get in there and just have a, a super weapon on, on board that we haven't seen yeah, yet. Yeah, <laughs> that, that maneuvers as good as a vulture and, you know, I don't know, just just <laughs> something, but just get some more security. And I think that that would solve a lot of the problems, make the security level means it. Because when I first started this game, you know, when you're reading the descriptions about it and stuff is you'll have to worry about what systems you go into because you're no longer friendly with, you know, the local forces right. and stuff. And I thought that was... Well, you know, when you first start jumping into systems, you're like, oh, my God, am I going to be in trouble in this system? And you have no idea what's going on. And then soon you learn, well, it doesn't really mean squat. There's a time where it does, right? Where you're you're inexperienced enough and you have kind of low-grade enough equipment that it might be a problem. But it doesn't take long to thwart that with money. Essentially, just be able to buy enough ship that it's not an issue. And eventually, you'll have enough skill, right, that it's kind of not an issue, even if you do have a cheaper ship. Exactly. It's kind of what I've found, you know? Yeah, and it's not a high skill level to be able to escape, well, NPCs, obviously, but um, definitely and making people aware of that situation. But right now, there's no reason to even know what the security level of the system is. I don't even know why they bother telling me, you know? Hardly. What do you think, Dubs? 
I mean, I don't really have anything different to add because my opinions are pretty similar with that. The NPCs need to get more serious with it. And I guess not just being hunted down by the NPCs, but, you know, maybe the stations should scan them upon entry and just blow them out of the sky and refuse to let them buy back their ship with insurance. Well, see so there, now we're start, you're starting to get into something a little bit more, right, is, is messing with the insurance and stuff. Well, maybe because maybe it would have to do with your notoriety level. Maybe the higher your notoriety, the less Pilots Federation is willing to cover your insurance costs. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, shouldn't your insurance costs go up if they're having to, if they're, if you're yeah. engaging in activities like that? Um, assuming this is like a company you're buying the insurance from. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're causing a lot of damage to their other customers, they're obviously not going to be too happy with you. Mm, there's that too. <clears throat> I like yeah. it. I, I want to just throw in something um, because I know um, Nurgle had a quite contrary opinion about this and he's not here to speak for himself so I'm going to speak for him um, Nurgle feels quite strongly that he should not have to engage in P- PvP if he doesn't want to but should still be able to play in open so that's sort of what some of the argument was about in Discord was like you you can opt out of PvP it's called private group you know you can still play with your friends but uh, and I, I agree with this part, like that that doesn't, uh, that you can't meet people that way, you know, like it's not realistic. And I've tried Mobius. I've tried these large private groups that are designed around not having PvP happen, but still be sort of a public open thing. Yeah. Um, and there's just, there's nobody there. Like you, it's, you have to have such a high concentration of players before you actually encounter them out in random space. So, I think that it's true that that's not an, that's not a substitute for that. So, so his opinion was he should basically be able to flag himself, yes or no, to PvP, and essentially we'd proceed as if we're in open with everyone flying around, but they just can't harm you. And see, that's, what do you guys think of that? That that's another line in this game that I've an idea that I've wanted to talk about for a while is where you draw the line in in realism and in. Gameplay, yes. you know, you know, we've got, you know, like we can carry a gazillion engineering mats, and we die, and we don't lose them, and they fit <laughs> on our ship, no problem. But then, no mass, if, they carry no mass, but, yeah. But we'll yeah. lose expiration date if our ship blows up. You know how? You know where? Where's that line between yeah. reality? So if all of a sudden you put in there where people can just flag themselves for PvP or not, it's like, well, what's the more reason behind that? Do you need? I a mean, they, they kind of. They kind of already can, you know, just make it to where you, you know, we already have report crimes on versus report crimes off. Make it a visible stat when you scan a ship. And if report crimes is on, you attack the ship. It's just an over the top ATR response. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but if it's, if, you know, they jump on somebody that they can kill in four seconds and they kill them and then they're jumping away before ATR can even get right. there. ATR really is persistent, anything. chases them down like the adjusters from Power Play and just absolutely won't leave them alone. You know, give them crazy interdictors that can't be fought. Uh, I mean, I've already seen the ATR knock a shield cell or what do you call it, a shield generator out from underneath the shield, just kind of like a station weapon does. So they're hmm. obviously stronger than they used to be when people used to just, you know, beat up the ATR as well. And, yeah, and I, I like response that. time has to go way down. You can you can kill somebody so fast. 
Yeah, I mean, they're they're still going to get away with the murder. I mean, that's that's yeah. going to happen. That's that's kind of realistic. But mm. I mean, but there's you're not going to get away from the police forever. Yeah, that's true. And I've I'm not sure how they do it, but I've even seen some of the griefers go into a station wanted and come out clean after murdering someone in the same ship. Uh, either that, or they just have twenty copies of the same ship or something. I'm not sure what they're doing. <laughs> uh, that might I mean, who knows? Maybe the guys I've seen doing it were cheating, but. I didn't think you should be able to pay your bounties off like that while you had notoriety, even with an interstellar factor. Right, right. No, yeah, you can't. Mm. Uh, well, um, I'm sorry. I, I, I hate a trip. I, 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 <laughs> other opinions and comments, people. I was, see, I'm trying to let you guys talk as much as possible because I talk too much. Oh, yeah, but I it's mean, okay. <laughs> You're good at talking, though. <laughs> yeah, you're good at talking. It, it, it works out great. Uh, but, I mean, the, the, the reality thing. The reality yeah. thing. What was I talking about? I don't know. You don't I want the fog. Uh, I, I mean, you want people to have fun and still play the game. You don't want everything to... Re- In a game like this, you know, you got your you got your roguelikes, you know, those yeah. games that are popular right now, where you re- re- literally, literally restart every time you die. Right, right. This is not a game where you want that to happen. I think so you got to keep something. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I if I were going to offer an opinion about it, I I agree with several of these things. I think I think the police should be stronger. Um, I would also like to see just like an involvement in the galaxy um, more as far as I think it should be like all points bulletin, you know, like it it should be known, like there should be system announcements, like this commander is in this system or is in this neighboring system. And we just put a huge bounty on their head, you know what I mean? Or watch out, you know, either watch out for them or go try to get the bounty. Um, Things like that, like why doesn't system security do, you know, information war against the person. Um, that would be a totally in-universe thing to do. Yeah, like right when you um, enter the system, the nav beacon could be sending out a signal saying that this person was detected here, be careful, you know, anything. Well, like system security patrols these systems. So like... They're just not good at it. But but why aren't they sending messages out? You know what I mean? Like this could just, this could be turned on. You know, we could have NPCs just doing this. Um I also think regarding their insurance, um, there isn't a penalty. Not really. I mean, though, even, even if ATR was strong enough to take these, you know, essentially professional gankers down, they, the, the highest consequence they ever pay is 5% of their ship, right? I mean, there's a bounty on their head, but that's, they're not paying that, are they? Am I wrong? Yeah. No. No, you're right. So, I think it should absolutely be the case that there's a massive bounty that comes out of their wallet. Like I think if you're if you're killing NPCs then whatever like things are fine. We can use the notoriety system. But if you're killing players, I don't think your sh- your notoriety should fade and I think it should be like maybe the f- I I think this was straight from what what Kai said in his um in his write up like he said 100% of the value of your ship and every time you know per murder uh and that'll just keep going up right and it'll mm-hmm. never go away and it comes out of your credit balance 
And that's a that starts to get to be a consequence. I mean, you know, your ships when your ship's worth 150 or 200 million, like uh, they could be easily worth a lot more than that. Um, and when that's coming out of your balance, and and this, you know, I'm suggesting this doesn't go away. Like, there's a serious consequence now to uh, hunting players, essentially. And I mean that that also tilts it. I think. Uh, in the in the direction of, oh, we might have had our thing drop here. Okay, Craig. Yep, Craig may have dropped. That's okay. Whatever. Um, he got sick so, of you talking. <laughs> yeah, he's had he's had they. There's bulletins everywhere about how Discord and Craig in particular are just totally slammed these days. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, I sort of forgot what I was saying, but the you know tilting it so that. It's maybe uh, weighting it. So if there's a massive, if there's a big difference between your combat rank and the combat rank of the person you killed, maybe that's what determines the how big the bounty that gets that's supposed to come out of your own wallet is. You know, and then then you're, it's almost nothing if you're killing somebody who's an elite rank or something. But if you go killing mostly harmless commanders, then there's a big big consequence to that. Something something to that effect. Yeah, and that's just it. Uh, More consequences for sure. I mean, there was another side that was touched on a little bit is just adding, you know, another PvP element that would give those type of players, you know, something to do and some kind of game loop for them to do. But I just don't think players that are murdering newbies or just inexperienced or mining ships or exploration ships those players just don't care about it's not that they don't have another game loop they've decided that you know griefing people is their game loop so i think the only yeah. way to stop that is to to punish them with you know massive rebuys and losing things and making it harder for them rather than trying to reward them with something else yeah i tend to agree i, I don't i mean I, I don't have any problem with with trying to add something else to the game um, that might be fun for those people to do, of course, but um, I don't I think that they, that would solve it. I think they, the the people for whom this is, or I shouldn't say for whom this is the problem, the people that are a problem, the people who are actually being complained about are the ones who are actually getting their joy from taking out commanders who aren't able to defend themselves. It, this isn't the actual PvP crew who are, you know, organizing themselves and trying to find a good opponent and trying to do something that's a challenge. Mm -hmm. This is seal clubbing. That's the actual issue. And the only way that you're going to get seal clubbing to go away is, is to make it, make it too expensive to do truly, you know, because they, they're not going to think it's fun to, I, I, I don't really think they, I agree with you. I don't really think they'll think it's fun to participate in something where it's legitimized because it's not going to be, it's not, we're not going to legitimize uh, killing players who can't defend themselves, and that's what they like to do. They don't like to kill players who can defend themselves. <laughs> if they yeah. did, there's plenty of places where they can do that already. Well, that and that's so proven think, by where they like to be is in yeah. Desiat, you know, in the engineering systems because they know that they're going against a ship that's under engineered because they're going to the engineer. You know, it's, it's right. silly. And sorry, that's Dubs, you where those players exist multiple times. I was saying, if they truly just wanted to do pure PvP that was skill-based with nothing else, they would just go to CQC. 
And the fact that they don't do that is, you know, there's yeah, their other game loop. Proof. They they choose, yeah, they choose to just be assholes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and that's why you know, and if the system authority has to cheat, so be it. It's it's their NPCs already cheat. Yeah, yeah, NPCs already cheat. It's known. It's like an accepted thing. So why not make the ATR? Yeah, just like instant shields off lasers, instant power plant kills. Yeah, why not? Yeah, to where they can't even you know combat log or anything. They're just dead. Yeah, we in the game we supposedly live in this area of it's been somewhat civilized by humanity, so it's supposed to have walls and rolls. So why not make those mm-hmm. have a bit more teeth? If you roll around out in anarchy places, you know you might get eaten up by some reavers every once in a while. That's a right. risk, risk you take, but there's so that area is so much bigger, you're less likely to encounter somebody else out in the black. Right, that's true. And that would be sort of part of this effect, right? Is it would come along with, yeah, high security means it, and that means low security should should mean it too, or and, and anarchy already. Obviously, there's no police response or even getting a bounty or anything in anarchy. So obviously, that wouldn't need to change. I have no problem with any of that. But any, you know... And the systems with engineers, they the engineers should have their, you know, associated faction with police and stuff like that. So it seems like all. it would work. Kill them all. Kill them all. <laughs> Thargoids interdict them, hyperdict them. As, as, as soon as you become too too big of a uh, your notoriety reaches a certain level, Thargoids come and start uh, yeah. hyperdicting you and then murdering you quickly. I- when they pop in, they have a little police hat on top of the interceptor. <laughs> you know, this is great. So this is probably what we're doing. Like, I'm scanning ammonia worlds. The, this uh, terraforming technology, this is nonsense. They're actually just making them into, you know, vacation homes, making them into the most luxurious place a Thargoid could ever live. And in return, the Thargoids are going to police uh, Alliance space. With little police hats, and they're just going to shoot those gankers right out of the sky. I, for one, would like to welcome our new overlords. Our new Thargoid police force. Uh, Gankers do not roll uh, geared for Thargoids. So, If we're going to put a police hat on somebody, I'd rather have uh, Danny DeVito show up in the police stripper outfit that he wore in Friends back in the 90s. God, I'm old. <laughs> oh. Sorry, it's one of the best episodes of of uh, Friends ever. Is uh, Danny DeVito was a male stripper? He shows up, <laughs> and all, all the ladies are all disappointed. It's like, what the hell is he doing here? And yeah, it's it's it's, oh, no. it's worth watching. Sorry, Frank. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Frank Reynolds. <laughs> yes, is is my hero. <laughs> all right. Any other comments about crime and punishment? Any anybody else want to open yourself up to hate mail? No, uh, always, <laughs> always. <laughs> All right. Um, the other thing that we wanted to talk about tonight was guess what? The credit rebalancing that's sweeping the nation and the galaxy uh, has <laughs> has uh, made its way. Uh, so. I believe we did. We have an episode since we must have had an episode since the mining stuff went live, but we weren't really sure what exactly was going to go on with it. Um, so that's gone on, and now we've also had a boost to the bounty 
bounty hunting pay. Um, so, Data, you said that you'd been out mining. I was going to ask you, because until the CG showed up, that would have been my preferred uh, podcast recording activity, my leisure activity. Um, what's, so what's, what's up? Is, is mining worthwhile? At least lasers are, because we still don't have a pulse wave scanner that works. Right. Yeah, no, no word on when that'll be fixed yet. So, yeah. so I guess we still can't know the full thing, but there's right. valuable minerals to be lasered? The, the big ones people talk about now, Payonite is still one of them. That that was hit pretty hard, it seems, by the rebalance. What was it? Mm-hmm. A price you'd aim for pre-change, 900000 per ton? Or, yeah, or so. that was really good before, but it was possible. I've, I've seen... Like no higher than two thirty or two hundred fifty thousand dollars a ton, and that's that's like half of what they said the max would be too. So currently in a downtrend, right? Yeah, and the other the other two you can mine in the same kind of rings as uh, the other two minerals, osmium and platinum. They're hmm. also the what we aimed for in our little group mining session over the over the weekend. You can find. A nice pay night platinum overlap out in the Hyades sector. And we also found a nice platinum hotspot in some system, some random system, closer, a little bit mm. closer to our home area. Yeah, Dubs can probably answer, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, uh, how good we did. Because we, we were uh, pooling to get another squad made a carrier. So we all went uh, wing right. mining to gather up some minerals. And so I have no That's idea. That's where all my money went. Yeah, I have no idea what they <laughs> sold for or anything. <laughs> we dumped them all on, on, on Dubs' yeah. carrier and what we mined a couple hours and what what we pulled So on. I think there were, what, six of us out there mining at that point, And we only mined one night. And we pulled in like 700 million worth of platinum and osmium. Wow. So and that wasn't even like yeah, that's that's what the current price is. I was I think both of them sold for an average of like two hundred and seventy thousand credits a ton and we still made seven hundred million. So I mean it wasn't it wasn't terrible. We did all right. Okay. So I'm looking at the commodity prices right now and it looks like everything everything that's fetching more than four hundred thousand currently is a core mineral. Muscovite, void opals, benitoite, rudaflumsite, monazite, <laughs> serendibite, grandidierite, alexandrite. Oh, no, I'm doing no, awesome, no, aren't not going to work here anymore. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> no, that's all of them. I made it through. Because oh. <laughs> um, those are all like between 600 and 1.1 million. Um, but they're cores. Aren't yeah, they? I haven't even been looking at those. Yeah, that's all. all yeah, and, until the so, wave scanner's fixed, I just I can't do it. You see people oh, truly, truly. On, on Reddit and such saying, oh, I figured out how to make it work, but I don't really believe it. Yeah, they're just going in circles. They're just yeah. doing it. They're just dealing with the problem. I, I see that actually like, so I, I recorded uh, that video where I like demonstrated it. So it occasionally gets a YouTube comment, um, usually like, a few times a week and so some of them you know sometimes it's it's like um oh you know i'm i this explains it you know somebody who wasn't 
watching the forums or something like that. Like, this explains why I thought I was crazy. Um, but then a, a few of them are like, oh, I figured it out. It's you do this other thing. Or, you know, this actually works if you XYZ. And it's like, it all equates to some version of, you know, watch behind you or fly slower or go in a circle or do a zigzag and double back on yourself and all these things like that. And it's, it's fine. Like that's kind of what I found. It's, you really just have to like go in weird circles. It just makes it so much less efficient, efficient because you can't cover ground. It takes like three times as long to cover the same ground. And when you're looking for cores, you're talking about distance. You have to cover that distance between them. That's just the way it is. So, um, yeah. Oh well. Yeah, so I guess, speed's I guess I'll wait. the key with it for sure. And I, I've yeah. I've even seen people I haven't tried it uh, who have said they've had success just turning their graphic setting down, and all of a sudden they started appearing in front of them. So I don't know if there's any validity to that either. Huh. But. So could it be processing that on your own system? Could that's, this be like um, that business with uh, generating geological signals? Yeah, that's what I'm. I'm curious, but hmm. I, I I don't know for sure. I haven't tested it. I've seen multiple people claiming that that when they've adjusted certain graphical settings, it has helped. But I don't know. You I read the try forums it now that I have a thirty eighty. People say all kinds of crazy <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I should I should I should try again with the thirty eighty and see if that uh, changes oh, anything. Oh, good for you. Oh, who <laughs> just who just punched their microphone? It wasn't me. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I actually hit my cup on it. Oh. Um, so it was Shig. Yep, it was me. It was me. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, so, okay, well, so mining, whatever, it's it exists. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my, my, you know, what, what, can, what can we say about mining that we haven't already done in 2020? And then bounty hunting. <laughs> Yeah, so bounty hunting. Um, now onto the thing that everybody wanted FDev to mess with the credits on, um, and I think with some reasonable success. Uh, so the I, we talked about the lore stuff earlier in the in the Galnet, but the the effect is that bounties, just the bounties you get for killing wanted ships, uh, have been increased. Uh, by between four and ten times, depending on the ship. And it seems like the larger bounties are the ones who are 4x. And uh, although I kind of felt like most things were getting increased by 4x, but it's hard to tell with some of the smaller ones, right? When you're doing like uh, an anaconda that was worth 180 or 200,000 that you can sort of calculate quickly in your head and figure out what it gave you. Because the other issue, of course, which I haven't said yet, uh, is that this doesn't show up in your info panel on your screen. You have to look over on your transactions and see what the resulting bounty balance is that you have now uh, in order to tell like what you actually got paid for it. So, so uh, update the HUD coding so they're going to wait until yeah. changes before they change that little blue button. Right, because because again, this is a moving target as they've said. Um, but it's still just weird that they can't you know, it's displaying the same number in two places. Why, you know, why it's displaying different. You know, I don't 
Yeah. Two different development no teams working on that panel up on the right and the transactions this, panel. I don't. This has to it. be a spaghetti code thing, right? Like those two things must be generated from totally different parts of the code. And it's, you know, that, that, that would be all, the only reason that it would be onerous, right? To, to do both. Well, like, I, I don't know if you've ever noticed, uh, like, you're, when you're ranking something up, like combat ranking, you know, it's got the percentage and you can look at your down yeah. panel and see it. And you can look at the right panel and see it. And okay, one of the I don't remember which one is which. I remember this when I was farming scouts. You know, that yeah. one of the panels would go up to the next percentage before the other one. So the one panel rounds up, the other one doesn't. And and why they had two right. different numbers. You know, I'd be I'm like, oh, I hit ninety percent when I look at the down panel. Look at the left panel; it's still eighty nine. It's like, oh, okay, so not yet. I guess I don't know. So it's it's just <laughs> screwy how they have different. You know, it should be the same number in multiple places, but for some reason it's not. I don't I don't know. I'm not a programmer, but yeah, it's probably spaghetti code. Well, I think it is the same number, because you're right. Like one of them has code in it to cause it to round up, and the other one probably doesn't. It just has cut off the digits. So that yes. would cause the effect you're seeing on that panel. Well, yeah, I, um, I, I totally understand that yeah. there, but... Once again, why would they round one and not the other? And then why do they have <laughs> yeah. to have two different numbers right now with the bonies. Why why is the transaction yeah. panel in the upper right yeah. panel? They're coming from different, obviously different sections of the code for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Um anyway, uh we don't know, but how are we feeling about the values? So we we I, I got on uh, actually managed to play of uh, Hazrez incursions so massive in fact that we had so many commanders in the same instance that I a few of us decided to split off to a different Hazrez spot because it was causing it too much uh, glitching and rubber banding and Glitch stuff we were it was a complete yeah. lack of target Yeah, we sort of had to be in two separate sides of the engagement anyway, just to keep it all going. So just trying yeah. to take something so you'd get credit for the kill was hard. It was, yeah, yeah. But as far as yeah. what the values are at, I I don't know. It, it's good. We, we didn't. We were in a system with no large pads or anything, so nobody grabbed any missions. So it would be interesting to see how much you can make as a wing doing right. it. Um, so they change those rewards too, right? The solo Well, they, just the solo massacre. rewards. But just you the kill solo. stuff so fast in a wing that it'd be interesting, you know, having some wing missions included while getting the higher bounty values and maybe having a solo mission running at the same time yeah. to see how much you could make in an hour. Well, so your missions won't fill at the same time. So if you had a wing exactly. and a solo, whichever one you had first would get filled first, but... Yep. Just having solo there. missions while exactly. you're out on a wing isn't exactly. isn't bad. Everybody can have their own solo missions. They would get filled very quickly. And the pay on those was supposed to have been doubled. Or roughly doubled. Yeah, um, I, I didn't I take enough of those to have any idea if it um, was or not. I'd assume it, you know, they weren't lying. So yeah, it was doubled, but the numbers still didn't seem all that big. The, my mm -hmm. issue, maybe this is only with the uh, war time Massacre missions. I don't know about the the bounty hunting version of those, but the solo missions always had such a higher kill requirement than the wing. 
missions. Did yeah, it. I would see that a lot too. Seventy-two and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know if it was like that for the for this kind of missions or not. And you you think back to I'm thinking back to like the stream where they were announcing this, and they said specifically like we're not going to touch wing combat missions because we think those are in a good place pay wise. Um, and it does make me wonder. Like I I routinely. I have to believe this is because of the random generation, the procedural generation. I routinely would see missions that made no sense, you know, like, uh, yeah, something, something like you're saying, like wing missions where you needed 30 kills and yeah, it paid fine. And then a solo mission that needed 80 kills and maybe the output was the same. <laughs> um, so maybe that doubling would make that more on par, but it's still like, why is the solo mission have 80 kills? Like, why aren't they balanced so that they the higher requirement is on the wing? Obviously, it makes a lot more sense, right? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like something's backwards there. Yeah. Yeah, picking up a solo mission that's, you know, 80 kills is like, uh, nah, <laughs> I'll do something else because <laughs> that's just crazy. I, I just... I find it odd that they couldn't have just simply done the same thing with the bonds though at the same time. Why, why didn't they yeah. up the CZ? Yeah, no, I think um, I'm going to, I'm going to assume, I'm going to presume that the reason is because they want to be able to observe what's going on with the changes because to be able to adjust them, it's sort of like what they're supposed to be doing with mining as well, right? They're supposed to be adjusting further, you know, watching and adjusting the market. But unfortunately, because the pulse wave scanner doesn't work, we, we don't have a realistic yeah, um, test environment of it is yet. Broken, so. Yeah. So we, wow. but for combat, we do have a test environment. So, you know, seems like it would, it would be fine to, you know, test and observe. Um, I, I am curious what, what happens with with conflict zones? Because I had kind of felt about them the same way I did about combat. Like I kind of felt like the reduction in or the 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 discrepancy in pay was more like because combat was fun and you were going to do it anyway mm-hmm. and didn't didn't need the incentive so much. But but I don't think they've buffed it to the point where that's still not true. Like it's not like you're going to do combat exactly. and make more money per hour than mining. Like at at the most when you see you see the reddit threads of people who like found these amazing missions and did them in a wing and took care of it all like really quickly, they're still not making mining money even after the change. We even were- after being we were seeing what 15, 20 million an hour. Is that about what we were seeing? Yeah. Yeah. Without that missions in there. Yeah. yeah. Just, just killing. Yeah. Fif- between 15 and 20, 25. So, what cops. if you could, if you could double that, then you're seeing 50. I mean, you could definitely still make 100 million an hour mining, right? Yeah. In the current um, state of things. I'm not exactly sure. It depends. I guess it depends on the material you go for. Okay. Okay. And probably people run mapped. You get true meta with it. Yeah, you can still make crazy money, I'm sure. Okay, so do you guys think, do you think combat has been brought up near mining? Like, is that, and is that just for now until we get the pulse wave scanner working? Because like, if you're able to sell Muscovite at 1.1 million, that's, that's, you know, that's void and void opals and everything are are nearly back where they used to be. I don't think, I don't think it's quite up to that yet. Like we couldn't have raised the money we did this weekend by doing 
Right. Four or five hours. Bounty hunting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And do you think like, it's halfway there? Do you think it's worth? Do you think combat is worth half as much as I, mining? Because before I, it was definitely like maybe five percent as as valuable as mining, right? Yeah, I'm I'm fine with the bounty hunting numbers. It's a lot of fun. It's probably yeah. not as much fun rolling in a wing at going in a wing into a conflict zone. It's probably some of the most fun that I have, mm. but. This the resource but, extraction site. And that's site higher level thing, yeah. Right. This the resource extraction sites you go into a lot of times or any of the bounty hunting stuff with NPCs. Not that hard, especially once you start engineering your ships. I mean you're Yeah. Rarely gonna face a, cha- a real challenge. But those complex zones they can gang up on you and represent a risk that I think should pay right. more than bounty hunting. Yeah, that that's that's true, and I, it is it is a a lot more risky. I and I my my statements back in the day were about like, but you're working for your faction. You know, there's some other value mm-hmm. to this besides the money. Maybe that's not what I should be thinking about. You know, because it really is. If you're thinking about the risk, yeah, I mean that's that's the toughest non Thargoid or PvP combat you're gonna find. I'd love it if uh, conflict zones became the highest paying thing in the game, the next gold rush, and they could only be done in open. That would be so awesome. <laughs> could you just imagine? Uh, everybody couldn't. everybody hitting conflict zones and yeah. actual players in there, and you got NPCs on your side, and you're going against you know uh, NPCs and real players. God, that right I there is kind what of I that want with those game. community goals. If you win it uh, up, yeah. And that was, and was the most fun mm-hmm. I had doing CZs ever. It was terrifying. <laughs> oh, it was a blast. It was fun. <laughs> CZs with the with actual players on the players. other side. I got, yeah, I got chased out once or twice. I I went into one once again. I had I couldn't get them to reinstance. It was my problem. So I really only did one. <clears throat> Excuse me, and then. Um, kind of moved on to to playing in, in private group just so I could continue to get them to instance. But um, the one I did, yeah, I, I jumped in and I rolled in, you know, heavy with the, the Corvette and everything, but there was an FDL and a cutter and I think a guy in a clipper. And I ran them off. I ended up you know, kind of they they were they were able to you know it's it's they're engineered player ships right so they're not they're going to be able to run away from a corvette before I can kill it you know somebody that was built tough enough to actually handle a conflict zone so um yeah but I ran them off that was interesting I was trying to I was trying to shoot them down it just wasn't going to happen <laughs> so much fun too much open space yeah too much open space in space. That's right. Right on. Right on. Dubs, what's your wish for conflict zones? What's Credits your wish for paying on, them out? Yeah. Just just more I mean, I don't see a problem with the uh functionality of them as they are. I mean, yeah, they boosted the credits a little bit, but I mean, it's it's still not competing with mining as is even laser mining. And then once the pulse wave analyzer's back, it's going to get ground into the dirt even more. So you're not concerned with the credits at all? I mean, if I want credits, I'll go mining. Uh, it would be nice. It would be <laughs> That's nice. What yeah, they're I'm, trying to fix. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to fix that, but they haven't. So yeah. still, if I want credits, I will go mining, even though I don't like to mine. 
But you know, right. if they fix core mining and subsurface mining, then mining is no longer boring. I just I don't want laser mining to be the meta. I want laser mining to be so borked that you don't even yeah. want to do it. I want it to and be a newbie activity. Subsurface. Yes, it, it should be well, something that someone that hasn't advanced to those stages can do for a quick buck. You know, make some what seems like good credits for someone that's just starting out, but for people like us, like we should be core mining and subsurface mining yes. and doing combat to make our cash. And Amen. The, the the money you guys were getting laser mining, that's fine for what you said. Like I think that totally agrees with what you said. Um and the only reason you were doing it is because core mining didn't exist. Yeah, um, because core mining's broken. I mean I would I only core mined for most of the credits I have and then whenever the whole LTD nonsense with the infinitely spawning rocks from SLFs happened. I was like, yeah, okay, I'll do some of that. I'll do, I'll do some subsurface mining for LTDs and I'll make bank. But I didn't even make as much credits on that as I did core mining because I literally gave it all away to other people. So I don't currently yeah. have any of the credits I made through that exploit. Right, right. Yeah, and I'm I'm fine now for a while. Like I I had enough money that I was able to give some away to people, contribute to those funds, and I'm fine now for a while. I'm hoping the pulse wave scanner gets fixed sometime in the next maybe two months. That's when I'm gonna start to feel like I don't have as much money as I might need. And I I'm talking like I don't I have less than a billion, but I don't go through money that fast. And with combat paying a little more, I do quite a bit of combat. I can add a little bit more random bounty hunting to that as, as we continue on, you know. But yeah, conflict zones actually will be kind of important to that as far as if I can just, in my normal BGS, like running missions, if conflict zones pay enough that when we're in a war, I can make the, you know, 20 million a week plus. You know, I can make the carrier upkeep plus passively by doing my normal game activities, then I'm very happy with that. Uh, they've definitely gotten that far. I have no doubt that just with regular combat and missions, you'll be able to surpass the uh, the upkeep and whatnot. Yeah. You're just not going to be able to buy fully decked out cutters and corvettes for shits and giggles with the credits you're going to make on this stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. I think we have, when the pulse wave analyzer is back, because I haven't been able to pulse uh, pulse wave yeah. mine, haven't been able to core mine for a while. Um, I'm probably going to like take a weekend and put in a number of hours and you know rebuild up my funds because I'm down yeah. to you know way lower than I'm used to. So I, I'm I'm well. That'll be that'll go back there. to being podcasting activity. Yeah, for me same. at least. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Somehow. I've allowed myself to dip down to 3.2 billion right now, and I used to maintain six. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm it's time to get back up. Yeah. I'm not even a money bag. They're, they're core pythons, because everyone uses pythons for core mining, right? There's no other ship to yep. use. Uh, gross. That is absolutely disgusting. Does, you would even like bring that crate, ship up. It's not yeah. as good. Python. Great mark Python. Hey. So what? My my carrier is literally floating in the outside of the ring. I don't need the extra cargo space. I'll just go drop some shit off, come on back out, and do it again. And hell, uh, I'll do it in the Corvette. I don't care. Corvette will core mine like nobody's business. It's got even more Corvette cargo than both of you combined. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then guess what? Fine. You just right back to the uh, right back to the the carrier. I bring it up because I know matter. you hate the Python. 
So <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be a Python. I don't know. I don't. I don't hate the ship itself. I hate flying it. I just don't like to fly it. <laughs> you you know, cannot, you cannot get Teflon out of his Python. He is always flying that thing around. No, no, he'll yeah. he'll definitely uh, he'll probably continue to fly it. I just I don't know. There's just something about the sounds and the way the 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 crate <laughs> handles that it's uh, my preferred platform. Yeah. Listen, I love the crate and I think it's better in every way than the Python except cargo space uh, and that's just that's just numbers, that's not an opinion, but it's for me like I like having a different ship for that. I just like having a variety of ships. So when it came to, oh, I'm going to outfit a core miner, yeah, like, you're right. There's no appreciable reason why the Python is something you should definitely go with, especially if you have a, a, a carrier. Um, but that's, you know, then I just, another crate. Oh, this is my mining crate, my other crate. That, that's just personally, like, I wanted the style of, oh, let me hop in my mining ship, which is a different ship than the other ones I fly. Oh, because yeah, frankly, I don't, I don't, the cockpit's garbage compared to the crate, especially for searching <laughs> for rocks, you know? Yeah. My my crate yeah. is my mining ship. I don't have a crate for any other purpose. I don't have a combat crate. I don't have the famous yeah. AX crate. I have That's one my crate. crate. <laughs> the AX. It's, yeah. yeah, it's a miner. <laughs> <laughs> right. Cool, guys. Is that Was that enough discussion? Do we feel very disgusted? All the problems for sure. in the game. So. Are we totally disgusted? <laughs> Always. <laughs> Am not. That was no. That was that was good. I, I like. I do like the fact that I made enough money to do my carrier's upkeep with a little over an hour in a Hazres, you know, and yeah. got a week's worth of upkeep. So that's perfectly fine. You know, yes, or an like hour of mining. An expensive ship. Yeah. Well, you well, have to if, die for that. Yeah. Jeez. If, if we Just had saying. lost any of the ships that we were in that Hazres in, all of that hour's work would have just been gone. <laughs> so, I mean, that right there shows you that it doesn't really pay enough for the big time guys. Like, if you're flying a small ship or a medium ship, then yeah, you're making more money than you could possibly lose by eating a rebuy. But if you're flying a large ship that's expensive, then a rebuy could potentially offset your earnings. Yeah, but at the end of the into day, the negatives. players well, like us, once again, you know, we own a bunch of ships and everything else, and we're not going to die in a situation like that. And no. we're talking this is income. Now, somebody in a smaller ship, you know, who's just making money and stuff, it's going to seem like decent money because they don't have their money. Now, if there's somebody who got into an anaconda, you know, got their free anaconda at Hutton and, you know, they brought it in without engineering it and then died. Yeah. They're probably going to be in trouble. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sure. What, what if maybe that's why they set the levels where they were, you know, thinking about risk versus reward an hour and a has res. If you were to lose your Corvette in that, like mm -hmm. you've made about as much money. Well, that doesn't make sense though, because we can make money that fast because we're good enough at combat that we are not going to lose that ship. True. There's no way, right? So if I'm if I'm thinking like, what would the average person be able to make in an hour? It should really... be equivalent to the ship that they're going to lose. I don't know. This would be a, probably be a big help to those new players that have to like follow the cops around and. Right. And get a yep. shot or two in right before the bad guy dies. This will help. Yep. Some money early on. That'll accelerate. That's things how I started. Quite a lot. Yeah. 
That's how I oh, started. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. 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 Police pecking is what I've decided to call it. Oh. I don't, I don't know if that's cool or not, but... I don't know what to say to that. All right. That's the name of that thing that we do when we're you new do commanders. You, <laughs> hey, um, does anybody have a, a telescope? I do, I do. Uh, mm. No. I plan to get one sometime sort of soon. My daughter's about old. She, I think she could really appreciate it. Um, but apparently there's a coincidence of uh, Jupiter and Saturn going on that is quite something. Who wants to tell me about that? Uh, yeah, they're uh, going to be so close to each other in the night sky. They'll be closer than they've been since like 1232 or something like that. Yeah. that that's been Many that hundreds long. of years. <laughs> and and it remember. does happen every couple hundred years. They get close every so often. But this is like, they're going to be so close to each other that with just about any telescope, you'll be able to see... Jupiter and Saturn and some of Jupiter's moons all in the view of you in know, the frame wow. in the frame of of a single you know yeah in a single frame and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it always that my brain always thinks about it, especially being that it's the year 2020 makes you nervous because the two largest planets both on the same side of the sun, you know, all that mass. <laughs> Pulling one way, you know, you start, you start, you start. You, you never know what could happen, but uh, but and and it's happening, and it's happening, you know, on the on the on the winter solstice, you know, right uh, when winter oh begins. God. So it's it's kind of you know, I I I hope everything goes okay. I'm looking forward to seeing it. <laughs> Apparently, it's 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 really lower in the sky, and you have to being in North America, uh, you have to get out like. Right as it's getting dark, because you're only it's only going to be visible oh. for a little while before it goes below the horizon. It's only like you know between five and nine degrees above the horizon. The farther north you are, the oh, lower wow. the sky it'll be. So okay, if and you want to see, you're it, somewhat north. Yes, so it yeah. will be tough. But I, you know, my daughter, you know, we bought. It's not an amazing telescope. You know, it's a Mead. You know, paid you know, five, 600 bucks for it or something, you know, a few years ago, you know, we bring it camping mm. in the summer and stuff, you know, it's always fun to see people seeing, you know, the Galilean moons for the first time or the rings on Saturn, you know, it's, it's fun yeah. to do. And we definitely want to try to, you know, get outside city limits a little bit and get a look at that, you know, when that, when that occurs. Well, mm -hmm. you can actually, they're getting closer and closer now. They'll be at their closest point on December 21st. Some people think okay. because it, it, it's it's really quite bright actually when they get that close together it becomes the brightest star in the sky. Some people actually think that that might have been like you know the star of Bethlehem or whatever that brought the wise men to Jesus is is what mm -hmm. some people think because it happened in like six BC you know so a lot of people think that that might have been that you know there's also people that think it might have been a supernova a bunch of other crazy theories but <laughs> but it might so have been some this. people point out that. Uh the sheep or lambs or whatever don't uh, their breeding schedule doesn't really line up for any of that to have happened in the winter. So <laughs> uh, maybe not. <laughs> uh, oh, I want some lamb chops. <laughs> That's really cool. You know, I've never, I have never looked at Saturn in a telescope before. Oh, I've seen cool. Jupiter several times, but um, that's pretty exciting. I wonder if we'd be able to find a telescope 
in time. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway. So it'll be in the western sky for about an hour after sunset each evening between December 16th and the 25th, with it being the closest on the 21st. Awesome. So if you get a chance, check that out. Very good. Well, I think there's only one thing left to do, and that's cheese. Cheese. All right. Other cheese. Uh, this week, uh, I got to start my uh, awesome advent calendar, my cheese advent calendar that some people knew yes, about. Yes, you did. Oh, I have one more thing. After you do the cheese, I have one more thing. Oh, I was, I was going to read Tesnick's poem. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's what I was going to do. Okay. Yeah, Never mind. Yeah. Go once, ahead. Once, once I, you know, was going to mention the advent calendar, and then Dubs pointed out <laughs> that 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 was in uh, show feedback. Uh, uh, pretty uh, a newer member of our community, but uh, very active now and has actually started playing Seven Days to Die with dubs of me. But uh, <laughs> uh, Tesnick wrote a, a poem in celebration of my advent calendar finally being able to be eaten. So I, I'm going to read it here. Uh, hopefully I, <laughs> I, I, I don't quite, I probably won't have the cadence right, but here we go. Shake a dig dig, the man that kills with ease. You better watch out, Bugs, for the man's cheese. With a little bit of herring, he's smelling like a dead hooker. But that's his super weapon for this mass butcher. <laughs> nice work, Nesnick. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. We're, uh, yeah, lots of, um, lots of slant in those rhymes. He's only known you for a short time, but it's obvious he knows you. Yes, yes. Smells like <laughs> a dead hooker. All right. So, cheese of the week is actually, it was today's cheese from the advent calendar. Now, I have to, once again, interrupt before I tell you the cheese, because the cool thing is when you open up the advent calendar thing, the little cardboard piece that peels off, there's a joke on the back of that. So, oh, nice. So, here is today's joke that went with the cheese of the week. <laughs> what is cheese without a cracker? Crack-a-lackin'. Oh, the dead jokes. <laughs> I love this. Oh, I love it too. All right. So <laughs> the cheese that was under the crack-a-lackin' was a red Leicester cheese. Leicester, I don't know. Somebody in England's going to correct me because it is an English cheese. It's very cheddar-like. It comes from uh, a county in... England by the same name. It's got a really orangish kind of color to it. Uh, and yeah, it's really just kind of a cheddar cheese, just a little bit stronger. So Red Leicester is the cheese of the week. Go eat some. Stay cheesy, everybody. Are you opening it right now? No, I already ate it hours ago. <laughs> you, you don't you don't think I eat that in the morning before I go to work? <laughs> How would you get the full effect? I don't know. I, it's, it's so great. Yes. So yeah, I don't want to be at work all day thinking about. I wonder what the cheese is today. I need to. I need to eat it. That's one, it. one last thing. Dubs and I were just looking at in the screenshots channel. You also look at this. What? Uh, uh oh. Lark Shadow's doing. No, a good thing. Not a creepy, weird, okay. disgusting thing. What? Lark Shadow is some Minecraft expert. It looks like he is oh, building yeah. ships in Minecraft. Like if they needed, if Frontier needed an idea for. Chip interior layout. Just go look at these Minecraft builds. He's building the Sidewinder right now. He's got a Sidewinder with oh a whole crap. interior compartment There's and cockpit. A and he's got a <laughs> bench, yeah. actually. Living quarters. Wow. Oh, done. Okay. Damn. Nice, Lark. That's impressive. Now do a Corvette. 
that is a great idea. Right on, right on. Man, good stuff. Minecraft, cool. Still big. <laughs> still huge, yep. Oh, God, That's don't go to sure. NSFW, though. Okay, I won't. You don't have right. to tell me twice. All right. <laughs> all right, well, thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you all for joining me in this rousing discussion. Um, arousing? Yeah. The, what? Nope. What? Go on. Nope. <laughs> no. Arousing. Are you aroused by what you saw on NSFW, Chig? Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's okay. Me okay. and your subscribers only. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a great idea. Oh, dear. Okay. Well, anyway, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks for being part of the the 999% growth we've seen this year. Uh, <laughs> if we top that next year, we're going to be in good shape. Uh, yeah, I, I I saw those numbers and thought, well, this is very silly, but next year will will really matter. So, okay. Um, thanks everybody. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? Next year will really matter. <laughs> well, okay. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Anyway, yeah, that that's it. That's loose screws. Let's um, stay as loose and as screwy as we possibly can while we find these ammonia worlds. Take care, everyone. Bye bye. Uh, don't forget while exploring, stay strapped <laughs> or get clapped. <laughs> nice.